Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East, Hi, hanging with the Nathan teddy bear on LOTL Radio, L-O-T-L the zone. Radio. Back in it again. Again, we're waiting for the captivating Sophia Gante to join us here. To join us live. Hope everyone has had a wonderful evening so far. Again, we're broadcasting live through iHeartRadio and also through Blog Talk Radio. Again, be sure to join us. We'd love to have you. Thank you so much for supporting the show for so many years. It's definitely, definitely been a beautiful experience because without you, there's definitely no teddy bear and no. And if you have a special request, be sure to give us a call. That's at area code 319. 527 If there's a particular song that you want to hear or make a special request of that special someone, we got you covered, okay? So in the meantime, while I got you here, until Sophia blesses us, we're going to get lost in some music. Yeah, so, so you know what I'm feeling? Hmm. Let's get some, you know what? Some SOS. SOS, man. We'll take you back in time just a little bit. Tell me if you still care, here on Night Tracks Radio. Yes, of course, you tell me, because you still here, here, on 
Night Touch Radio, SOS Band. Had to take you back in time just a little bit, but as we delve into our future endeavors, singer, songwriter, and musician, and Lord in mercy, she is captivating, super talented, Sophia Galante with her latest single, Options. But I want to get knee deep in that 2021 debut EP, Sophia. So on behalf of Night Tracks Radio, it is my pleasure to welcome Sophia Galante. How are you doing, my queen? Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you crystal clear. Can you hear me? Yes, how are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, the pleasure is truly mine. Thank you for joining us, and congratulations on your new hit single. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love it. (laughs) You know, I want to step back in time in Doctor Who's Time Machine with your debut EP, Sophia. One of my favorite songs on that EP is Intimate Feeling. And I wanted to ask you, going into that particular project, being your introduction and your debut EP, how did you feel overall with the with the finished album? Um, I'm, first of all, thank you for loving it. I truly feel like I made the, the exact music that I really love to listen to, or that's my favorite music. Um, and... I haven't, like, I'm only a couple years into being an artist, but I'm probably, like, six years into working in the music industry. And so I feel like I really, like, the five years prior to releasing that music, I was really, really focused just into the music that I love, like, the neo-soul era, the jazz, like, a lot of jazz and stuff like that. So I feel like by the time I made this music all of my influences were very like prevalent and they were very just at the forefront of my mind when I was making the music. So I'm so happy that this is the first body of work I ever put out because I truly love every single, there's like nothing that I regret on this record. Well, the entire album, you did a masterful job and I love how you were able to balance an evil and even rawness but also a smooth texture to the album. And I also want to, oh, my pleasure. And I also want to talk about the production concept of the album. Who were you working with as far as, in that Kendrick spirit, as far as working with a producer who was able to completely understand what you were looking for, what you were striving for on the album? Well, what's interesting is that, so mostly all these songs, I wrote the music for, like, on the piano. Um, And then, so, like, I was, I would say I pretty, I oversaw, like, everything. I had one, like, young, young kid, honestly, that I connected with for a period of time who produced the record Love Me, and he added a lot of production elements to Intimate Feelings. Um, So, and then... Frank's interlude, like, that's all me, and I just had a bass player, like, play bass over it, um, and then the Chicago record, I work with this really talented jazz band in LA, they're called Catalyst, with a K, um, they, like, arranged and played on the Chicago record, which is the more jazz record, 
and then Hey Baby, I played piano on that, and then I had a violinist uh, play on it. So it really was a lot of heavy lifting on my own. I'm lucky that I connected with a few musicians who helped bring the vision to life on a few of those songs. But what's interesting is, like, most of these songs first worked from just me writing on the piano, like, in my bedroom. Okay, okay. Well, again, the way that you were able to weave the production aspect of the album was wonderful. And also, I want to touch upon your vocal prowess. You have, I, I think there's two set, it's two different categories. You have singers and you have vocalists. And I look at you as being a vocalist because your voice is very textured, very smooth, very endearing. And the album concept that I see from this, the Sophia debut EP, is that you have such an intimate setting. And I wanted to ask you through the process of writing the songs or coming up with the concept of the EP, what were some of the things that you were able to bring from your own personal life experience to bring such a level of transparency and connection with the album? Yeah, it's so interesting. Well, first of all, can I ask how you found my music? How do I find you? I actually, I found the music on Apple and I have to, I, I have to commend my staff because they do an exceptional job because I don't let any music get by me. And one of my staff members came to me and said, Teddy Bear, you have to find this artist that we actually located. I said, well, what's going on? She sounds fantastic. Oh, my God. <laughs> she sounds fantastic. I said, wait a minute now. You know who I am? No, trust me. Trust me. If, 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 you, if you don't like her, this and that, you can dock my pay. I said, you know, I have no problem doing it. Hilarious. Shout out to them. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, man. So I said, okay, well, let me hear it. So I listened and to the music. Thank God I was good. Oh, you, I'm going to tell you something. I've had the pleasure of conversing with a lot of great artists over these past, what, 15 years. And your voice is as smooth as a baby's touch. And it's very endearing. It's very transparency and I think what a lot of listeners yearn for. They want that level of transparency and you seem to do an incredible job being able to convey that through your music. How much of your personal life experience were you able to incorporate with your debut album, Sophia? Yeah, I mean, all of the songs were based off of true experiences and what's so special about writing your first album is that like there's not that much there's not as much pressure that you put on yourself because no one has heard any of your music before there's nothing to compare it to so what I love about you know the first project is that it was really it kind of just like flowed out of me it wasn't like like now I write music because it's my job but at the time when I wrote this it was really like I wrote these songs when I was processing something in my real life. Like, like intimate feeling really came to me at a time when I didn't even know that I was going to write a song. I happened to be just, like, analyzing a experience in a relationship that I had with somebody, and I, like, fell onto this weird idea of how I felt connected to them physically but so disconnected to them, like, 
emotionally and mentally, and that's where, like, the whole chorus of intimate feeling mm-hmm. came. So I was just, like, I was just, like, analyzing it for my own, like, therapeutic benefit, and I happened to be next to my piano, and I wrote the song. So I think it's cool how, like, so much of these songs came to me so organically. So that's what's really special about this project. Without question. One of the things I've always found fascinating about a woman, a woman has so many different layers to her, from being able to communicate the passion, understanding, um, being able to deal with so many levels of her transitioning, <laughs> of trying to really, yeah. it's like trying to, like having an onion and trying to peel so many different layers of an onion to get to the yeah. core to find out the essence of what she is. And I wanted to ask you from a standpoint, who is Sophia Galante? Who is she? Sophia is definitely someone who's very straightforward, very confident with um, how she expresses herself publicly, and, like, very unapologetic with that, but at the same time, also very soft. What I think is so interesting about so much of this music is that, like, people always describe my music as I evoke this energy of being super confident and, like, very into like who I am like I love who I am but I I want people to also know that like I'm super super sensitive and soft and emotional as well but um what I do love about myself and my artistry is that I like I just have like no shame about it you know like there's no shame about like just who I am and expressing that so um yeah well it definitely resonates through your music now, I want to talk about the, as far as the business side of the industry, which can be very tedious, especially being an independent artist. But I think it's also a wonderful experience because you have complete creative control of your vision and your journey. And I know I've always commented, you know, signing these record deals can be almost a sign of giving yourself or signing a slavery contract because the label benefits and you don't from it. And I wanted to ask you, what has it been as far as I'm giving you an introduction to who I am? How has it been able for, how have you been able to navigate as far as getting your project out there, being able to use the variables of social media to let people know that you do have a new single and you also had a debut album out? Yeah, I mean, it's really hard, but I would say TikTok is very, um, helpful when it works for you um intimate feeling is my most popular song because it had a few moments on tiktok like it was never a single or anything but um yeah there's pros and cons to it like obviously social media i have worked in the industry before being an artist so i have knowledge of just how like like spotify and all these things work so that's helpful as well but I think on the other side of it working in the industry sometimes doesn't help me either because I still am an independent artist I still do everything myself I still have similar like lack of resources to other independent artists who know less about the industry so it's it's a that's something that's like very heavily you know it's a heavy thing to deal with 
Um, of course, I have creative freedom to do whatever I want and make my own decisions without asking anyone. Um, but yeah, social media, being familiar with like how to advertise properly on these platforms as well. So yeah. You know, one a lot of things that aren't as far as previous artists that were signed to major record labels that are now independent, what I've seen them done, which I'm very proud of, they get a distribution deal and they're able to make a significant amount of money by licensing licensing their own products, whether they're promoting the music, T-shirts, any kind of memorabilia, which I think is wonderful. And I still think a lot of them have a hard time dealing with as far as the whole streaming aspect, as far as monetary gain from streaming. Because everything now on the stream here, you can sit up here, as you said, you could make a single or promote a single, and it gets all these streaming uh, streaming focus, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram, and people go bananas. I think it was important that you did dip your toe on the business aspect because it did get you prepared to know what to deal with and how to deal with with this industry. Now, speaking of that, has a major label, have they approached you yet about signing with them? And if so, what would it take for Sophia to actually put her name on the dotted line? Um, No, a major hasn't, but I'm definitely open to it. I feel like what even though I'm a new artist, I, I feel like I have less artist. I don't need a lot of artist development because I know what my sound is. I know who I want to work with. So I feel like I would totally like be open to, you know, like a lot of, I, I, since I have so much knowledge of the industry and the business and like creative, it's just like what I need help with is really like just bringing that more elevated and the visibility. It's like, just because, I have a great sound and I put music out. Like I still do so much of the music making myself. Um, and I am totally looking more to collaborate. So I think like, you know, obviously if the deal was right, but I feel like what would, it would really help me in terms of like collaborators and just like more marketing visibility. So like I, I'm definitely not opposed a major label. I do think distribution deals are a great alternative as well because a lot of these larger distribution companies often act they have label services. So right. they pretty much act like a label they pretty much act like a label for artists except for artists have more control over what songs they make. I think it's important because now as I said the the field has been opened widely greatly, which is which I applaud as far as for the independent artists, because at the end of the day, you want to be respected for what you do, but you also want to be compensated for what you do and the type of product that you put out. Because we see two, I've seen, I've seen in the past two years, I'm seeing so many artists actually selling their catalogs. And now the labels have complete control over their catalog. They can sit up and use your music for however they want to use it and monetize greatly. How important is it to you, as far as being an artist, to own your masters? I mean, it's. I definitely think it's important. Um, I think some... I'm a little bit open to, like, giving... So some label deals, they'll come to you and they'll say, we want 
100% ownership of, like, the next few albums, which is crazy. But I think, like, giving up maybe ownership for a smaller amount is, like, okay if they help your visibility. But, but it's important. It's, like, as a creative, like, that's what your assets are your songs. So it, it is kind of mind-blowing to be, like, creating the only thing that you'll be able to own and, like, giving it to someone. You know, it's, like, it's like having a have, having owning property in your name. Like, how that's so valuable to you. Like, and if you don't have any other job and you just own houses and you own property and you rent them out, like, that's what you survive off of. So it is, you know, it's crazy how it doesn't apply the same way when it comes to creative assets. It's a really complicated. It is. It's a very complicated career choose. But you are working through it, my dear. And for those who are tuned in late, shame on you. But the teddy bear does forgive you. We're being joined by the super talented Sophia Galante, of course, her new hit single, Options. Who came up with the concept of the video? Love the video. Very straightforward. And it's just your vocals are just there to just sit there and just marinate and just to be able to simply listen to the notes. How do you feel about the video? I It's like my favorite video. What what I love, I, I like love this song too because it's different. It's more upbeat. It's more fun. It's like, it was a fun song. The video, it was like the easiest video I've ever done. But I think because it's red, it's like all it needed was like the different framing. Like my friend Daniel, who edited it, like did such a like he had to really concentrate to, to do all these edits. But I really just like the shooting. It was so simple. We put a camera on a tripod and I sang the song in like eight different positions. And um, so I love the video. Like I love it more than some of my other videos. So it was and it was super. It was really easy to do. So. I think it works really well for the song since the beat is like moves moves just as fast as the frames, you know. Um, but yeah, I love the song. I'm actually um, releasing an options remix project in a couple weeks, so it includes the live version of Options with my band, which is amazing. There's an acoustic version, and then there's three remixes that like three producer fans of mine. Uh, recreated the song that comes out on August 10th. I'm really excited about that. Well, we're definitely excited for you because you provided us with a slice of cheesecake and, you know, we have a tendency to be greedy and we want the whole full course meal. So when can we expect a, either another EP from you or a full album from you? I... My next project will be an EP still, um, but it'll be next year. I'm working on, like, so much new music right now, so hopefully trying to put out another new single this, before the end of the year and then really just logging in on finishing a project next year. I've been – I just got off of a tour, and I have another show coming up, so when I'm in show mode, it kind of takes me away from the music creation. But, um, yeah, I've just been, like, writing a lot more this year, so – Okay. It'll be sometime next year. Okay. Okay. Well, we are waiting with bated breath for that to happen. And remember, family, the new hit single is available as we speak. Stop by Spotify. Also, go to iTunes, Apple. It is available. And also, while you're there, make sure you purchase her debut EP, Sophia. I guarantee you, 
you will not be disappointed. And he said, Tori, I got pulled, which is very rare for me. I got pulled on Instagram <laughs> last night, and they said that you were on live. And I said, well, let me take a sneak peek and tune in. And just seeing the very yeah, intimate setting, <laughs> the very intimate setting in which you performed last night, I just kind of sat back and listened to you. And I, when I listened to you, it seemed so very therapeutic for you. How how has music become therapeutic, or so much it, it become somewhat of a muse for you? Yeah, I very often will sing on my Instagram Live. I go on Instagram Live all the time and just sing. Um, it is therapeutic. It's an interesting, it's, it's so interesting to, like, have it become your career and your job because um, there's moments where it becomes stressful and stuff like that. But when I think about what I love, like, just just singing, like, purely is, like, really what I love most. That's why performing is my favorite. Like, writing music to me is a little bit more it's a little bit more challenging than performing live because I've been singing since I was so young that like that's always been my favorite hobby, you know? Some people like they've been songwriting since they're young and that's their favorite hobby. So I think for me when I have those moments where I just like wanna sit at my piano and sing something over and over, like that and I'm not worrying about that it's part of like my job. That's like just I love the comfort of that. Well, we definitely appreciate that. And family, be sure to get all the latest updates. Stop by Sophia's official website. That's it, Sophia, G-A-L-A-T-E dot com. So you're able to connect to all of her social media websites and also to get tour updates. Now i got to ask you, young lady, when are you coming to Texas to perform? We would love to see Wait, you. We'd love to have you here. Where am I? What city are you in? In Houston. Okay, well, I did perform at South by Southwest earlier this year, so you were a little bit late, which is okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but I'll probably do it, I'll probably do it again next year, so if you guys want to come to Austin, but I, I, it's funny, Houston is one of my, like, top listening cities, actually. Well, because the teddy bear is so, here, my queen, that's why. <laughs> because it's you. <laughs> it's you. Um... Oh, I did. Wait, I wanted to ask if you um, listened to my live album. No, I have not. Okay. I, I have not. Okay, if you think that my Sophia album is great, this, so it's all, it's Sophia, just the live version. The okay. live album is seriously next level. It's better. I think it's better because I, the band that I play with, the arrangements are just different. Like, it doesn't have every song, but it has, you know, the important songs. Um, so I highly encourage you to listen to so It's just called Sophia Live. It's okay. out everywhere. I released it in November. It was, like, for the one-year anniversary of the, the album. Okay. Um, so I worked with my jazz band to really, like, rearrange the album and um, I love it. So okay, probably, that's my okay. favorite. I will definitely do that. Also, as a matter of fact, I will go ahead and I will purchase, I say what, about 15 copies and give them away as prizes 
on the radio show. Is that okay with you? Amazing. <laughs> and then I'll send you the vinyl. Do you collect, pre- do you collect vinyl? You better believe it. <laughs> well, I have both of them on vinyl. Okay. I would love to. Hey, send the vinyl as long as it's autographed and has your beautiful signature on it. Of course. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Of speaking, speaking of a beautiful thing, let's get into it. Her latest single, of course, Options, and she definitely has a lot of them. Lord have mercy. Sophia Galante here on Night Tracks Radio. <laughs>
Lucy Sophia Galante who had single options available as we speak. So make sure you go by the social media outlets, Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Make sure you buy the new EP. Actually, her EP and also the latest single is available. And make sure you stop by her official website. That's at Sophia, G-A-L-A-T-E dot com to get all the latest updates, tour information, and if you have not had the ability or opportunity to listen to her live, make sure you stop by her Instagram or either on TikTok because she performs, and I mean, she sounds exceptional. And, man, it's nothing better than have someone that has confidence and the ability to show fearlessness, and she has done that without question. My queen, it has been an honor to have you on the show. This is your home, whatever you need. Don't hesitate to let the teddy bear know we got you, we love you, and most importantly, we respect you. And keep on this journey of bringing us some very soothing music. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is so amazing. I appreciate it. My pleasure, my love. The super talented. Oh, I'm sorry. Cut her off. I'm sorry. My apologies. She has some hopefully she will call back. As Sophia Delante, of course, for the new hit single option. Again, available as we speak. And stop by her official website. And Sophia, you want to call back in, my love? We are still here. And for those who missed the interview, you can see the interview, hear the interview in its entirety on iHeartRadio. That's at iHeartRadio.com forward slash Night Tracks Radio. That's with two X's, okay? So, also, we're going to put it up on our YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com forward slash Night Tracks Radio Podcast. In the meantime, we're going to take a little quick two and two. Yeah, a little two and two. We're going to go back in time with the spinners. How could I let you get away here on Night Tracks Radio? Turns you loose. Locked in with being 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.